Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3, time now for Why It Matters. And we'll take you back to Budget 2024 that was delivered last Friday where our Deputy Prime Minister Lawrence Wong said it can be difficult for individuals who are busy making ends meet to take the initiative to upskill. Yeah, and with the 2024 budget, uh, the country is gearing up to invest heavily in upskilling and reskilling every Singaporean uh, in line with new shifts in the forward SG policies. So... Obviously, this comes in the form of a pledge of financial support for workers who've been made redundant. That offers a bit of a brief relief. But, I mean, Singaporeans, we know we need to upskill. The thing is, and, and I did this two years ago while I was working full time. How? And it's where hard. do you find the time? Yeah, uh, trust me, uh, you sacrifice things, <laughs> sleep being one of them. So we're going to find out more about this. Uh, going back to school, is it, is, is it as daunting as it sounds? On the line with us is Dr. Charles Ong, Dean and Head of School of Life Sciences for PSB Academy. Dr. Charles, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm great. It's a pleasure to be on air with both of you. Yeah, excited about this conversation. One of the major announcements, of course, at that $4,000 top-up of skills, future credits for mid-career workers, subsidies to pursue another full-time diploma. That's that's quite good. That uh, works from next year, 2025. And, of course, a monthly training allowance, $3,000 or up to $3,000 if you uproll, if you enroll, I beg your pardon, in selected full-time courses. What were your thoughts when you saw all of these announcements come out? Well, I think the budget 2024 has adopted a more targeted approach to helping specific groups of Singaporeans. Now, that might or might not bring big changes to higher education policy. But I do believe that, you know, in all institutions should step up to ensure that their programs are aligned with the government's goals. So, for instance, uh, offering training to support career switches entering new industries is going to be crucial. And this also means that uh, for higher education, we need to be offering more opportunities for mid-career transition. And we should consider also adjusting you know, teaching methods and entry requirements as well to suit this mature learner. When we talk about the duration of programs, how frequent the intakes are going to be, and also the learning outcomes, all this will need to be reviewed and revised as well as our regular diploma programs are generally designed for younger students and learners. And we will not be as well suited for the mature learners who have been in the workforce for a while. Okay, just the thought of going back to school. And I have to admit, Elliot, I haven't reskilled at all. Not oh, in a formal way anyway. I haven't been back in a classroom or any kind of training. Partly because for many adults, there's a time concern as well as the concern of where do you earn your livelihood if you're going to go back to school to reskill for a better future. Yeah. So when you talk about time, I mean, when we uh, support that the government is giving in terms of the uh, training allowance, so, you know, the, the support is going to be about up to $3,000 for a 24-month period. So that's going to be able to support the learner in mm-hmm. terms of uh, going back to a full-time uh, diploma program during this period. So I think that's going to allow that flexibility for the, for the uh, adult learners to spend more time 
you know, in terms of in, in training while not being right. too concerned about, you know, their, their daily expenses. Yeah. Mm. Dr. Charles, I'm a realist. And don't <laughs> get me wrong, I'm so proud to be Singaporean. I'm so proud the government is looking out yeah. for, and I'm in that age bracket. I'm, I'm 42 now. I went back to school. I only had a diploma. I went back to school at 40, worked hard, got my first class honours, and I mm. was hopeful. But the advice I got from a good friend, he said to me, don't expect people to look at you differently just because you have a degree now. Dr. Charles, what are your thoughts on that statement? You think maybe companies should really start looking at people who upskill differently, not because they have new skills, but they bought it to try and get new skills. Yeah, I, I mean, in terms of, you know, the trends that we have in terms of the advancement in the industry and technological advancement in the industry shift, we are seeing, you know, the need for certain skills in the industry. So things like emphasis on digitization to drive business growth, for example. We talk about specialized skills like data analytics, artificial intelligence and cybersecurity being important in the industry. Continual digitization in the manufacturing sectors driven by trends like your cloud technology, mm-hmm. advanced analytics and robotics. These are going to be critical skills to have because it's evolving so quickly yeah. in the industry. And you need to upskill yourself. I mean, yeah. yes, uh, while we are saying that, you know, the paper qualification, the paper chase is not important, you do need to continuously upskill yourself because of all this shift in the yes. trends and make sure that, you know, you, you stay competitive in this job market. Now, things like sustainability is another thing that, mm. uh, to me, is extremely important. We talk about environmental protection, social equity, economic stability, Students need to have that knowledge as well because these are trends that are, we're seeing in the industry, you know, becoming increasingly important. So all these things, I mean, to me, it's, it's not just about the paper chase, but going back to the school to gain all this knowledge so that you can stay competitive and stay employed in that sense. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, that's the kind of feeling you get when you went back to school, <laughs> you know? <laughs> all yeah. the kids were, 20, yeah. were half my age and I was like, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck uh, to I, me. I, yeah, I did my PhD when I was working. I mean, I did it on a part-time basis and I was trying to balance between work and studies at the same time. But yeah. but that is important because I yeah. think we need to keep up with that to ensure that we, we stay relevant. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is, I mean, it's very admirable that the Singapore government is doing this push to keep to to make people realize that they have to reskill to stay relevant with all these new things that are happening out there. But adults are adults. They're all smart. And what if, I'm, okay, I'll speak for myself here. If I'm not interested, and I am, but let's just say I'm not interested in AI, it's going to be very hard for me to go back to the classroom to learn about something that I have totally no interest in, just because I want to stay relevant and find a better paying job. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about, you know, better paying job, I mean, you still need to make sure that you are finding a job that really suits your uh, interest, you know, right? interest and, and ability as well in that sense. But, but the reskilling part, you know, if you have that interest and the drive to learn, I think that is, that's very critical in terms of, you know, picking up that new skill as well. We're talking about, you know, moving into an, a new area, mm-hmm. completely different, I mean, from what you've been previously doing and why should you be moving into that? I mean, yes, money, employment is important and so on, but you have to have that interest as well. Yeah. yeah. So without that interest, how, isn't that going to be very challenging, though? Because for many people... You need a career coach. Not just a career <laughs> coach, but for many people, just the whole concept of the new world that we're looking at right now is very mm-hmm. foreign to them. 
You have to unlearn yeah. many things to oh, be able yeah. to learn yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> for a 50-year-old guy like me. I mean, it's really <laughs> difficult. And, and I fully agree with you. And that's, I think, why the government is doing this. I mean, that uh, allowing people to go back and spending time and, you know, to, to, to pick up those skills and, and, and do away with the fear in it, that sense. Yeah, because if you don't take that step, you know, to go and, and pick up the skills and understand that it's not so scary, actually. Mm. <laughs> that it's not so foreign yeah. and you can are able to spend time to master it. Concerned, yeah. like, you know, many old people might go there wanting to enter, wanting to really change and change their perception about things. They go there, they don't do very well, and then they get discouraged. That can uh. happen. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. That, well, yeah, I mean, but I think when we look at the majority, I think this is really going to benefit them. Yes, uh, of course. Yeah. Sometimes it's really just choosing the right course and, and, and taking the time to really look mm. at it. I mean, easier said than done. But if we were to look yeah. at, at PSB Academy's courses, Doctor, what stands out as far as what PSB Academy has to offer that's good for a mid-career worker, someone who's looking to switch or pivot or, or improve for that matter? Yeah, so we do offer a very diverse uh, program to cater to different students' interests and also industry demands because, you know, if there's no demand in the industry mm-hmm. um, taking up a course, you're going to have challenge getting a job as well. So we have also introduced new programs like data analytics and artificial intelligence alongside with online diplomas and bachelor's offerings. Mm-hmm, yeah. But one thing unique about us is that we have 40% of our students who are enrolled in STEM-related programs. Oh, now this wow. year. And this is pretty unique of a a private education institution because it does, uh, you know, we do require resources and facilities to conduct hands-on training. Yeah, and in a way that spells our commitment to that. And we do have a new STEM campus as well at Marina Square. And that's quite a significant step for us because uh, the new campus allow us to revamp our facility, bring in the -the state-of-the-art equipment to enhance the student's learning experience. So students do get that you know, necessary practical training that prepares them for the workforce and gives them that competitive edge for their field. Yeah, so you, you will probably hear men, uh, uh, quite frequently, you know, the importance of STEM in driving Singapore's yeah. industry and, and progress here. And that's what we intend to do at PSB as well. There is a, kind of sort of a stigma for, for mid-career graduates being second rate. Can, can the PSB Academy work to change that stigma? Well, you know, in terms of, you know, being second rate, I think that is the perception of the industry. But truly, I mean, when we look at how our students are quite gainfully employed, mm-hmm. and in fact, in our last graduate graduation employment survey, shows that a large number of our students are quickly employed within the six months of their grad- graduation. Okay. Yeah. And to me, you know, in that sense, there shouldn't be that concern about, you know, the program being second rate in that case, because we don't see it that way, actually. Mm. What would you say to an individual, a mid-career individual who's, who's looking to upskill, maybe having a little bit of doubts, but thinking about making that jump? Well, I think uh, when, when we talk about, you know, a person in the mid-career and wanting that switch, first of all, I mean, you have to convince yourself that, you know, you want to make that change. To me, picking up an extra skill at that point in time, mm. that's what I did actually after I was doing my PhD, I mean, although I was employed at a point in time, you know, for me, that learning was a plan. It's actually a joy. For me, picking something new is a joy. So you have to have that positive mindset when you want to pick up that, that program because it's going to be a commitment to you in terms of time, in terms of your, your efforts as well. So have that positive mindset and make sure that you have thought through it, that you want to do it, 
and then you know go ahead and jump into it because you you will find that learning especially at this age for myself it was actually very enjoyable <laughs> all right we've been speaking with dr charles ong dean and head of school of life sciences at psb academy dr charles appreciate your time today take care and have a great wednesday okay thank you to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app that's a w e d i o audio at the app store and google play